Welcome to another Games Talk Live. I am here today with the amazing Colt Eastwood. Colt, welcome to the show, my friend. The dulcet tones of Jay Fonzarelli. Today we're going to be talking. Yeah, we're going to be talking about salt and your sodium intake and uh, what it does to the body. Um, And also how to plant those bougainvilleas before the winter season hits. Yes, dude. Fonz, thanks for having me on, man. You're, you're one of my best friends, bro. Yeah, it, I'm excited. Likewise, brother. It's 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 going to be a fun fun show. Anytime Colts here, where we always have a good time. What's up to the people in the chat? We got Biff Rinaldi. Biff is in the chat, man. Boba Fett Gaming, Mogs E or Mogs, not sure. B Martini with the super chat. He says, uh, he says, let's get this awesome show going. Fonz and Colt, you guys are both legends. Well, Colt is. Not me, not so no. Much, he but. just means we're super old, bro. Yeah, we mm. are legendary old. He's right about that. I'm really old. Yeah. Uh, Sly Gamer, what's going on? Welcome, guys. Uh, today, first and foremost, uh, we 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 uh, basically, um, I was gonna say in this community, not in this community, definitely not in this community, but we lost a legend recently, and that of course is Kevin Conroy. Huge voice actor, actor. Um, he's been on stage, Broadway, all that stuff. He's worked with legendary people like Robin Williams and stuff. But most notably, for me anyway, growing up, uh, I remember my teenage years watching Batman the Animated Series. Um, Batman the Animated Series was a, was a staple in my household on television in the afternoons when I got home because that show was just incredible. And he played... Uh, in my opinion, if you if you add up all if you talk about every Batman out there, everybody who's portrayed him, he's my favorite Batman, hands down, hands down. Kevin Conroy loved him in Batman the animated series. Cole, I don't know if you watched it, but man, a legend is gone. No, I didn't. What years was that out? Because I feel like I was too old to watch the cartoon. I, uh, no, so I, I was like fourteen, fifteen. No, I loved it. I love the animated the animated series was fantastic my friend fantastic my introduction to Kevin Conroy was in Batman Arkham Asylum in 20 2009 I think it was and everyone's like oh this is the guy that voices the Batman animated series I'm like oh okay and they're like that's really cool because this they've kind of pushed him through and I'm like oh that okay and I he does fantastic job so Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's somebody said Batman's. in the chat they think around ninety two. That sounds about right. Oh but, yeah, I mean, I was yeah, I was young enough to watch. I guess yeah, I was watching Doug back then and Ren and Stimpy. Stuff yeah. Like oh that. I, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Those, those were the um the the crazy ones back when they mm-hmm. were on MTV and yeah, they did some weird stuff on that show. But um yeah, we're not going to talk about that today. But yes, rest in peace <laughs> to the legend Kevin yeah. Conroy. Uh, definitely one of the 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 guys that. Uh, is an inspiration to many voice actors out there. Just an incredible voice, incredible talent lost. 66 years old, you know, F cancer. uh, But man, such a legend. Uh, Biff Biff Rinaldi, thank you for the super chat. He says the dynamic duo is at it again. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Biff. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Colt, what have you been doing lately? Like, what what have you been up to? What have you been playing? How how is your channel doing? Is it dead? Is it dying? Or is it thriving uh, amongst the community and standing head and shoulders above many others? Like, what what what's going on with you right now? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, my channel's dying. Yeah, it's on a real a little <laughs> slow trajectory here. I didn't make a video it's last dying. week. Yeah, yeah. When you when you don't make a video, everything just kind of plateaus, and as it should, because you're not working. Uh, yeah. I was playing. Uh, I dressed up as a Fallout character, a vault vault suit, and everything for Halloween, and something just got to me. I and I started playing Fallout New Vegas and Fallout Four again. So I got like really entrenched in Fallout Four on Xbox Series X. With the 4K60 mod, it, it looks really nice, and I've been playing it a bunch and kind of getting another round of uh, appreciation for it because I knew that God of War Ragnarok was coming. So um, I've got another game that I played a little bit. I can talk about tomorrow after an embargo drops, and then um, just yesterday I discovered what everyone was talking about was Vampire Survivors, and I'm like, uh, I can see why people. Okay, this is cool, and then I kind of kept playing and playing. So there's a reason why people are talking about it. It's it's a fun game and. People get hooked. Yeah, I see a I lot like of people it. playing that uh, Vampire Survivor or whatever it's called uh, again. But if anybody's playing it in the chat, let me know. Uh, if, yeah, a lot of people are saying that it's a good time. And uh, what you else use, does Xbox you use have to one? Play? No, <laughs> no, no. I heard it's a really good I mean, game. It, Seriously, it is. I, it's I, it's I a Game Pass game, right? Yeah, it's like the only. Uh, uh, I'm actually kind of behind we've been we've been kind of weird playing games here and there right you and i've been talking about some of the stuff we played that we oh, didn't think we'd like odd. but it's been really weird gotham but Knights, vampire yeah. survivor you only use the left stick to move around you have no other uh involvement in the strategy of how you play the game it automatically shoots in different kind of random directions you just try and avoid the horde as they slowly walk toward you and close in on you and i really really suck at it i get to like level 20 something and I'm dead, but people are getting like Phil Spencer getting up to like level hundred when it gets absolutely nuts. Where just everything's flying around the screen. Nice. I don't know. I got to get good, but you you could put points into your character later. It's an interesting game. I'd love to see what the chat's saying about it. Oh, uh, Low Tears says he had it down to 15 FPS uh, because there's so many enemies on screen. Uh, a funny thing, Fonz. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, my friends and I all coined a phrase when the nintendo entertainment system used to uh get choppy and stuff would start disappearing and running really slow we called it contraing really and it was a it was a it was a saying that uh, like at least a dozen of my friends all used in in universal terminology oh my gosh you were playing a, a different game or playing bubble bobble Oh my gosh, it's contouring because there'd be too many things on screen. Stuff would pop in and out transparent. The game would slow down. The music would go. Wow. Never heard that before. Contouring. contouring. That's what this game. That's what this game does. Uh, if you get a lot of stuff, it'll start to slow down. Even though it's uh, not eight bit, it's crazy. And even though it's on the Series X, it's slowing down. Uh -huh. Like, oh man. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett Gaming said, hit that like button, everybody. If you would hit the like button, it does help out uh, immensely on this channel. Um, God of War story thumbs down says Peppo 79. Um, I don't agree so far. I'm liking this story so far. Uh, we're going to get mm -hmm. into that a bit later, but first Colt, we're going to be talking about, uh, something that I wanted to get into a bit here. And that is the two year anniversary of the Xbox and PlayStation five, you know, series X and series S consoles have been out two years. And, uh, Jason Ronald took to Twitter and he said this. He said, it has been great to see all the posts today celebrating the two-year anniversary of the launch of the Xbox Series X and S. I couldn't be more proud of the team launching two consoles from home. 
during a worldwide pandemic. Thanks for being part of the Xbox community. Much more to come. Um, yeah, I thought that was a great message because that's one thing that a lot of us gamers kind of take for granted is the fact that they did put these consoles out. You know, even Sony with the PlayStation 5 during a time where we were all locked down, we had nothing to do. Thank goodness they put out these consoles and we had, you know, something to gravitate to. But um, for you, Colt, what, what, what does that message really signify to you? Like, what, how did you... Did you read that and did you say, oh, yeah, he's, you know, right about that? Um, think about it. Go, coming up to the launch of the Series S and X, um, I was really, really, really looking forward to it because we were so long overdue with the old consoles. Yeah. And there was a lot of talk, even with some of our group, the people we were podcasting with, that we weren't sure if Xbox was going to delay the console. Like, you remember Phil said... Yeah. We, that we'll either have to delay the series S and X or delay Halo Infinite. And we were all like, oh, I'm pretty sure he means he's going to delay Halo Infinite. And we, but you, there was a real uncertainty. And, and Jason's right. They did launch a brand new console in an unprecedented time when all those teams were working from home, doing it via emails to Microsoft Teams. And, and I work from home and some stuff is not very smooth or it's not as smooth that way, yeah. but. My problem with the launch of the consoles is it's been hit or miss for both the PS5 and the Xbox Series consoles in different ways. Yeah, let's talk about uh, that. That's what I wanted to get into as well. So let's talk about uh, the games were yeah. really slow uh, for Xbox. They didn't start delivering games until the summer and the fall. But um, you have PlayStation to remember has too. had a steady stream. With PlayStation, they delayed a lot of their games into the PlayStation 5 generation and also their cross-generational games. So um, you could say that uh, some of those games anyway, at least I would say at least three or four of the major games that they've released were actually held off, uh, delayed until the PlayStation 5. So it kind of made sense but that they had more Back then, going on. You, you probably remember, Fonz, I was saying... PlayStation should totally wait on mm -hmm. The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima and have those as launch games on the PlayStation 5. And they didn't. They they no. got them out in time and they sold really well. Well, they sold really well. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, they did. I mean, because I thought, why not? Those games look amazing. Just wait and launch those with the PS5 instead of just Miles Morales. But the launch was good for the PlayStation 5. They... Basically, every three or four months, they had a big game, and Xbox didn't. They had Flight Sim. They had Gears Tactics. Both those games were held over from the PC. And um, my other big gripe is Xbox has had a really hard time with their development kit, where yes. PlayStation developers have told everybody, hey, when we make a game for the PS5, we know, hey, it's like we've always done for eight years. This is We know what we're doing. We feel comfortable. And they didn't feel comfortable. They were told they were slapped down like a three ring binder and told, "Hey, here's your new instructions for the XDK." And developers are like, "We just spent five years making this game, and now we have to do a bunch of extra work just to get it running on your console because you changed all the protocol, and mm -hmm. that caused major problems." And so you and I sat there, um, you know, like I dealer and I worked together on a lot of videos about the power differential, and that just wasn't there. So. The games have been interesting, but we've also only seen sequels 
we've seen 1.5s of everything we played on the yep. PS4 and Xbox One. Multiplat and exclusive. You know, we got another Horizon. We got another Psychonauts game. Well, that's kind of different. We got another Halo game, right? And then on PlayStation, we got another Ratchet and Clank. We got another uh, remake and we got another remaster and we got an, a DLC expanded standalone title, like that sort of thing. And those are all really good games, but you want to jump into that next generation with a fresh, like, mind-melting push the envelope thing yeah and, and and we really haven't gotten that yet and and a lot of people are speculating that when we do get something like that that it's going to be at 30 frames that we're not going to hit that 60 frames uh you know thing and you know you and i have arguments with a lot of people uh behind yep. the scenes and and within the community in front of everybody else to, as well when it comes down to this whole 60 frame 30 frame narrative Yes, we're we're all in agreement that there's some developers out there that will push uh, for just games built on a bigger scale, maybe, you know, things that maybe tax the system so much to where they couldn't push the 60 frames. But at the same time, I have yet to see in games that have already come out that aren't pushing those frames that are, are, are that is told to us that. It can't be done. You can't have a performance mode. I don't see these games as really pushing the systems as of yet. And, and of course, I'm talking about Gotham Knights, number one. There's nothing that that game does that no other game does besides being very poorly optimized. Uh, yeah. You know. It's a you, good game, Plague's though. Tale, Plague's Tale has things going on that they say they can't do 60 frames. And I'm sure with the way it's built and made right now, you can't do it. But I... Again, I don't see anything with these games that's like, oh my God, there's no way they could ever hit that 60 frames. You know, the rats, maybe? I don't know. The rats, there's know. a lot of rats on screen, but could you pair those back just a bit? I mean, do you need 2,000 rats? Maybe 1,000 rats would suffice? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's I, like 200,000 or 100,000 rats or okay. something. Okay. Okay. So maybe 100,000, maybe. You just know, bring it down. Just you know, knock a couple, down. you know, 80,000 off there. I don't know. Because, look, I, the one thing I want to talk about here is this whole 40 frames per second thing. I'm yeah. sick and tired of people pushing that 40 frames is good enough. I'm sorry. I've tried 40 frames in several games, God of War being the most recent, and I'm not feeling it, man. I think it feels and looks just about as good as 30 frames. I hardly see a difference at all if I do it all, and, and I'm not feeling that. It's only a 10, uh, 10 frame boost from 30. Uh, we're not talking about a, a complete, you know, double jump in, in frames like 30 to 60 is. It's 10 mm -hmm. frames difference. I don't see it. I don't feel it. it, it it's still choppy to me. It, it, it doesn't look or feel right. What say you on this whole 40 frames push? Because I, I'm of the mind that says, if you're going to make your game and you can't push it to 60 frames, don't bother giving us a 40 frames performance mode because it doesn't, it's not, it's not, it, it's negligible. It's not, I don't feel. No. Uh, I mean, 45 frames can be like, okay, it's, it's no longer really fluttery, but you're, if you're pushing 40, it's just, it's choppy better than 30. Also, as John Linneman from Digital Foundry explains, these TVs are set at increments of 30, 60, and 120 yeah. millisecond refreshes. 
and the refresh for the vertical sync and all that stuff, you get into 40 frames and I'm like, you're not really doing yourself any favors visually on your TV. And um, I, I just, Gotham Knights and Plague's Tale are outliers. Uh, they're, not a, they're not a look ahead in the future of what's to come. Uh, there's a whole long thing. I think my last video covered it pretty well. That video is like 12 days old now, where I talked about all the reasons why with them just basically plugging a game right into the Series X or the PS5 and just saying, look, get it to run. And, you know, sometimes developers just have to, have to say, look, let's set these graphical settings. Let's mm -hmm. use this frame rate target and this resolution target, and let's see if it runs really well. I've said this for a long time. And then they play test the game on the dev kit, and they're like, okay, it runs really good. Is it running 60? Yeah, pretty much all the time. And if I was creating a game, I'd be like, okay, that's good. Ship it, right? But, but then Digital Foundry goes in there and, and gets a frame time graph going. And then you see those dips, and people are like, oh, no, what have they done? But to the gamer and the developer... The game runs great, looks great. So they really are just plugging the games right into the consoles. They're not using FSR, VRS, mesh shaders, uh, velocity architecture, fat, sample feedback streaming, uh, BC pack, and all these things that, because you're pushing all of the data in, you're rendering it, and you're pushing it out, out the HDMI port, right? And all of, there's all these efficiency features that aren't being used because they're treating it like an Xbox One or an Xbox One X or PS4 or PS4 Pro, right? I mean, and I don't blame them because we're way into cross-gen where they get the game in, they port it, they make sure everything's running great, and they do. Games run really, really great. 90 to 95% of the time or even higher. Games look great and run great. And I don't blame them for just, hey, does it work? Does it run? Is it great? Is it good? Let's go. And we get the games, we play them. The other yeah. bugs, that's a, that's a total thing. But there's always... Thing there's always a situation where you find yourself, especially uh, we've been conditioned already within just two years time as console gamers. Now for you and I, it's been a much longer. We've played 60 frames games on, on PC and stuff in the past mm -hmm. and, and above 60 frames. So we have always been pushing for that since uh, 2017, when we were on RDX together, we started RDX together. Uh, we mm -hmm. were pushing frames over resolution. We were pushing that forever. Um, we collabed a video together on but, it too. Yeah, and now they're now yeah, yeah, we did. But now we're we're in a situation where a lot of other people have been conditioned to the 60 frames. And we like it. And 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 now <laughs> if if games start derailing from that and going back to 30 frames only and not having that performance mode, that's that that's going to be a problem. I know tryhard fan in the chat, he said that uh that if it's a game like Red Dead 2, it's fine at 30 frames. No, it's not. It's not. It really isn't. It doesn't feel great at all. Um, I loved Red Dead 2 at 30 frames because that's it, the only place I could play with, at 30 frames, right? I'm yeah. with Tryhard in in a in a lot of ways what he's saying because this is really difficult to say. Um, in Red Dead Redemption 2, the game looks phenomenal. It, the biggest problem is when you turn the camera at any speed if you turn you can turn the camera nice and slow and you look like you're it looks like a movie it's amazing but when you turn the camera kind of fast you get that choppy flipbook feel and it it's really bad if you're used to 60 frames yep the other weird thing that i'm let's pretend i didn't say this okay red dead redemption at 30 frames closer to the 24 uh 
FPS that we're used to from movies. Yeah. It looks more true to its actual source material where you're actually playing a Western at a really high fidelity. But if I could have the game at 60, all that would go out the window, but you don't unless you buy the game on a very capable PC. It's pretty demanding the way it's optimized. It's it's but like it's just like playing, you know, Gotham I've played Knights the game almost us. twice at 30 though, Fonz and Yeah, me too. And but you do forgive it. Here's He's the right. Thing. You can play a game at 30 or at least I can play a game at 30 frames and I can enjoy the game. But uh now, like especially today after 2 years of having most of my games be at 60 frames or above. I, I, I'm, I'm docking All of points them. for that big time. Like it's not as enjoyable as it could have been, you know, had it been 60 frames and Gotham Knights, I would have gave that Every game, new a, game a better score just to have 60 frames, 30 frames. It doesn't feel right. It just doesn't, especially when the action, every gets game you've played on your series X and PS five has been 60 FPS. Every single one of them, except if you played Watch Dogs Legion at launch, which I don't even think you did, mm -hmm. and Medium, mm -hmm. which I didn't really I play. Did I gave try up that on game, it. and I and I got a refund for Watch Dogs. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. So you yeah. haven't you haven't had to play at 30 FPS until Gotham Knights. Until Gotham. Knights, so it's an really. outlier. Gotham Knights is not a bring. Well, it does bring hardware to its knees, but for all the wrong reasons. I played it over here on a PC on a 3080, and it didn't matter what I did because it yeah. was CPU bound and the CPU part of it was not optimized, but I played it both. I played both. You can and enjoy And I swear, anybody right now, always if, you're, 60. if you're playing a game at 60 frames, you know, and it has a mode at 30, go to that 30 after playing it, you know, for even five mm -hmm. minutes at 60. It, it feels and, so And you'll bad. do this. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, and that's what happened to me when I was playing at the high frame rate with God of War. I turned it out into the 40 frames and I said, let me see if the fidelity does look, you know, so much better, but it actually appears worse because it's choppy and that's mm -hmm. 40 frames, you know? And, and that's why I made the post on, on Twitter about it. I was like, look, if you're going to make a game and can't hit that 60, uh, FPS threshold, don't even bother with a 40 frames. That's don't even bother with that. And, and some there's people were calling me why... crazy and I'm like, no, there's not a big difference between 40 and 30. It looks and feels almost identical. So there's a reason why our movies are at 24 FPS on film and, and the film, the way the film blurs frames. Um, like, I don't know if this shows up on your show, but if I, if I move my hand, how, you know, it blurs into a, yeah, yeah. into a skin colored mess. Right. Uh, it doesn't, they have to fake that in in post-processing on console to get a 30 FPS to actually blur. And it, that's actually pretty intensive and motion blur on, on video games is not the same as it is in film. So yeah. it's not quite there. Otherwise Bro, watching it would be, film in, in, in 60 plus frames is only horrible. one game that does it. There's only horrible. one game that does it properly. And that's Forza horizon at 30 FPS. Uh, just the other day, my son was playing, Forza Horizon 5, yesterday he was playing Forza Horizon 5 on the big screen TV on his Series S at 30 frames. And I was like, oh yeah, it's 30 frames here in this version. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, it, it looks really good because Playground has some next level per object motion blur. And you always hear Digital Foundry talk about it. And I don't want to talk about 30 FPS anymore, Fonz. We're going to bore people. No, 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 but no. It we're, is not cool. sit, we're not going to sit here and, and, and delve on that. But we are going to talk about this since we are bringing up the two-year anniversary here. The DVRs in these machines, okay, 
Um, oh boy, we we take issue with both for for different reasons, completely different reasons. Uh, the DVR mm-hmm. in the and shout out to Jason Ronald by the way, who's been working hard behind the scenes with his team uh, to to correct the DVR. And there has been some improvements I've noticed uh, being in the alpha program and uh, downloading the updates. There is improvements with the DVR that's coming, uh, but still, it's not quite there. Um, and he's, they're, they're aware of it and they're working on it. Uh, PlayStation, I don't have a problem with their DVR per se, but what I do have a problem with, and you do too, is their WebM files. Their files, the files they use for the 4K, which is WebM, which is supposed to, you know, make it smaller files, easier to manage, but nothing likes WebM files. Every program you throw at it, you know, it's just like, ah, we don't like this file, convert it, right? Okay, let me say this. Um, I've had my problems with the series, the Xbox One and Series X DVR. Now I have to make the, for, for this is an interesting conversation because these features that Fonz and I are about to talk about don't really become a problem unless you're making YouTube content or you want to share your videos somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'll try and keep it brief, but uh, why I say Xbox One X and Series X is my preference is to set the DVR to to record at 4K60. Now the PS5 has a really great recall feature where I can sit and play for an hour and I'll say, hey, do you want to record that last hour that you just did? Yep. Yes, 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 And but it's only 1080p60. Yep. if you want to record manually from the get-go, you can record at 4K, but there's this WebM format that it defaults to, which is more efficient. Like Fawn said, it is a bear to convert. It takes forever to convert. It has a, oh, I hate to say this. It's going to sound like I'm so biased, but it has a 25 to 50% corruption ratio where, where the file will just be a green screen. Um, mm. I recorded six clips of God of War and two of them were I had to throw in the garbage. Yeah. Um, yeah. so they, they both do something really well that the other doesn't. I, I could say that with hundred percent certainty. So I put out a post the other day, uh, oh, yesterday sure. about how I tried to get God of War Ragnarok ready for my podcast tomorrow. And it came in with almost zero color. And I, I pulled these sliders every just. And I'm, I'm a photo editor. I'm a production. You know, you, Fonz knows. I've worked in um, in Premiere, After Effects, Photoshop for almost 20 years. And I know when you start pulling sliders, you're destroying the image. And I had to pull these sliders like all over the place just to get them uh, to be actually serviceable. So when you hear people say that one of them is better than the other, it's not quite true. They both need to get their act in order on each side yeah in and, their own ways yeah because when are when you, you looking do, for my tweet yeah 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 when you yeah. uh when when you download the webm file and then you convert it and open it up it's washed out the image is just horrible it's desaturated uh and it's desaturated like 80 to 90 percent desaturated yeah yeah and i and, and I, I i don't get that i don't get it at all but um, it, it was really funny and it's I want to bring this up because your tweet really made me laugh because I'm sorry, it, this might get a little messy guys, but I'm going to bring this up because it, it's, it's freaking mind numbingly just dumb, just 
the dumbest thing happened. Okay. So here's the tweet in question. So well, they, I gotta, I gotta add real quick. If you want to share your clip from your console straight to Twitter or look at it on your phone on either PlayStation or Xbox, that part's great. And it looks yeah, great, yeah. but I'm talking about bringing it to a computer to work with it as a, as a normal professional. Okay, go ahead. So you, you, you posted this tweet says I take back everything I said about the PS five's capture system being better. Does the MP4 1080p only in parentheses there option work better for capturing serviceable gameplay? And you have image one here, native WebM, image two with 15 sliders adjusted, meaning saturation, exposure, all kinds of other things that he had to try to bring up. Curves, like all kinds of Uh, stuff. just, Just to try to make that look better. But that is what a typical WebM file looks like. That's what it looks like when, when you open it. Um, so now he puts this there and you got people in the chat that basically say stuff like, can't you just play the game? You can't just play the game. Can you, you can't compliment the game. You have to look for something to nitpick. Oh, you know, you're such a virgin. You, you can't even like the game. You have to look for something to make fun of. And then I get the people who are like, my capture looks fine when yeah. I, when I yeah. go to Twitter and I'm like, and, and, and this guy, yeah. when you don't find anything negative in the game, you focus on the issue of photography. Please stop. I, I read this thread and I'm sitting there going, what are these people reading? Obviously nothing. Or they comprehend nothing. They lack the most basic comprehension skills I've ever seen. And these are the types of guys, I'm sorry, but Mahmoud Iker or whatever your name is, you, sir, need to be just muted by everybody. He's already muted. everybody. Um, About a year ago, I did What in your post says anything about God of War? Yes, you took a picture you've got pictures of God of War up there because you're trying to get footage for videos, for content. There's there's also somebody that said that I was uh, making fun of a game I hate. I'm like, what? Um, About a year ago, I did a video where I grabbed Miles Morales, God of War 2018, Days Gone, Horizon Zero Dawn, and a bunch of footage to put in my video. And I had to do this slider thing to all the clips. And I got quite a few comments of people saying to me, why did you make the PlayStation footage look so bad? You did it on purpose because <laughs> you want it to look bad. And it was a whole video where I was talking about all the cool things that were going to be in the PS5. Uh, yeah, you can't yeah. win. It's fun. It's These people, fun. like, they, they don't read. They don't so, read. Fonz, one guy in there called me a tinfoil hat fanboy. Like I was, like I had some conspiracy going by Photoshopping those pictures. Oh, Yikes. let me let me do this live on the air here. Mute. Okay, muted that guy. Yeah, because these are the types of people that nobody sh- should associate with at all. They they need to be ostracized from the community. If somebody if acts like that, I don't ever want to see their opinion or and, their and take ever again. And then yeah. somebody even mentioned the fact that maybe you got to consider the source of who posted that. Pointing at you, Colt, of course, Mm -hmm. trying Mm -hmm. to insinuate that maybe you were talking smack about God of War, which Mm -hmm. clearly you are not. And clearly me and you have been talking about the game. We like a lot of aspects of the game. Sure, there's things we don't like, but at the end of the day, it's a very quality title and we're not going to take away from that. What you said here takes nothing away from God of War. Uh, Again, Lack of reading comprehension, basic skills that you learn in elementary school, 
These people <laughs> don't have. I'm not sure if I'm going to show Gotta Wear Ragnarok footage on my show tomorrow. I have it already. I've adjusted them where they're it's yellowish and greenish, but it's the best I can make it look. <laughs> but it's important for Your me to get Your footage looks the... terrible from the webm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't and it's really dark. It's crushed really hard. There's not much I can do, but it's really important to me to show the games the way they're supposed to look. Oh, of course. And uh, often I will take screenshots and adjust them before I post them because I have my TV set up a certain way that I think the game should look. And sometimes a screenshot comes out a little different than your TV calibration. That's, I mean, if you work in print and, and web and all that, you know you have to get stuff situated so it looks uniform across all yeah. your products. But just stuff I do, but whatever. And I know I can understand there's people in that thread that don't care about bringing footage anywhere other than Twitter and they don't get it. Uh, yeah, that's why I kind of wanted to preface that. Like this is, we're talking about Fonz and I who grab footage and we bring it into the computer. We make sure the frame buffer's set. We make sure that all the settings are ready for rendering and we want it to look the way it's supposed to look. I, I want it's the footage. I want them to look the best that it can. When I'm showing a game, I wish I could show better than the DVRs on these machines. I'm beholden yeah. to these DVRs right now because I don't have a, a, a setup to have a, you know, a nice capture card and everything that'll work. I tried, um, but unfortunately my processor. You have to have a really fast PC. Yeah. I've got a capture card, yeah. but I just don't have it passed. You have to pass it through with two different HDMI cable setups. And there's a reason why the professionals do the professional stuff they do. They take the time to, yep. to get everything all ready. And um, I used to have it on one console and I've never set it up for my PlayStation. So I'll just record it 1080p and hopefully, uh, and, yeah, and that's, also that's what I one last well. thing before we move off this, the Xbox also has a problem. If you were in HDR, if you record an HDR mode on the DVR, your clips can look like those WebM clips. So it's also a SDR to HDR Almost. color. Yeah. Conversion yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. not quite as bad, but yeah, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty bad and, and you have to correct them as well. Uh, that's why you got to record that. Make sure you're recording non HDR footage on the, uh, Xbox for sure. Yeah. And I think PlayStation has the opposite problem. You set it one way on Xbox. You have to set it the opposite way on PlayStation. So I've still got more tweaking to do, but I've anyway, got a that's that. few super chats. That I want to take care of here. Brigadier's blue. Thank you very much. He says, oh yeah. Another Sunday means another episode of GTL. Love the new logo fonts and the 8 PM Eastern time slot is nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I did change it. Uh, it's going to be 8 PM Eastern from now on, uh, because it just works out better for me. Unfortunately for my, uh, European listeners and uh, you know, those who watch at this time, it's, it's pretty late over there, but my Australian buddies, get to see it uh and they don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn apparently uh some of them were doing just to watch the show and i appreciate the heck out of you guys but you no longer have to do that um i've got another one here from biff rinaldi two dollar super chat it says no mountain dew cold where's your mountain dew i don't have one. Oh, cold i know i need one. one always need one david kirkoff the $10 Super Chat says, I did not like God of War Ragnarok. The game was really boring to me. Played for five hours, but didn't get into it. Maybe tried to finish it. Wow. See, that's you the way I felt. That's the way I felt with Horizon Forbidden West, my friend. And I can't go back to it. I can't finish it. God of War, I don't have that problem. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the game immensely. I think it's really fun. But there are aspects about it you may want to hear about in a little bit when we do talk about it. Because... 
Uh, there's things I don't like. And, and I, you know, for me personally, this is not my game of the year. Uh, and it's not even close. But um, it's, it's, it's a good game, though. It's quality, for sure. Um, sad that you don't like it. That, that sucks. Um, we got another one here from uh, Boba Fett Gaming. Thank you very much, my friend. He says, love the new branding fonts, 30 FPS Gotham duo in the house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fortunately for Colt, though, he did beat it on the PC at 60 frames. So he did he did play most of his time there. He did play some on the Xbox as well, but... I'm halfway through on the Xbox. It, yeah. It's not that bad. It's, it's not that bad, but it shouldn't be that way. The best part about the Xbox version is it's more stable. Yeah. Oh, Zocker hated when I said that. But it is because on the PC, I was getting 20 to 30 frame drops. On the Xbox, you get three to five. Jerry, you know, it's kind of a relative thing, especially yeah. when you're trying to drive the motorcycle through and you kill several <laughs> pedestrians as Red Hood. Jerry but in the no. chat says Elden Ring or both the God of War games. If you had to choose between the two, uh, definitely Elden Ring. If, if I'm choosing between God of War and Elden Ring for game of the year, Colt, for you. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm still early well, on God I, of War. I can't, I can't put a, an official stamp on it, but for yeah, what right, I'm, yeah. what I've played so far about eight hours in, I, I, I'm enjoying my time with it, but it's, I, I don't think I'm enjoying it as much as I did 2018, to be honest. Well, we were missing that new factor. Like, look what they did to God of War in April, 2018. Yeah. Like that was a big deal. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm like five or six hours. I got to read what solid Rev said in the chat. Solid revs here. He says, Colt's actually on point here with the PS5 DVR. The 1080p footage looks atrocious. Yep. I'd actually prefer the Xbox DVR on a thumb drive in 4k HDR. If you're using a thumb drive, you have up to an hour you can record in real time of game footage, and and it's a higher bit rate than the PlayStation, uh, yep. I think. I could check, but I think I deleted the WebM files about an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, he, but... does, he does mention that the PlayStation 5 can only do 4K on live recordings, and that's true. You have to start the recording as you play for the 4K, but the WebM files are horrible for it. So that, I'm going to check why we don't... to see... He said SDR, not HDR for Xbox. He prefers that. I got a super chat here. I'll read real quick from Joshua Cruz. Thank you very much. $5 super chat. He says, I feel the same way. I was a huge fan of the original God of War trilogy. This new take on Kratos just doesn't work, in my opinion. Too slow-paced and boring. Joshua, I've got a lot to say there um, about this situation. Uh, 2018, I didn't find boring at all. I, 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 I loved the game. I thought it was incredible. Even though Red Dead 2 was my game of the year that year, I was not mad that God of War won because it deserved it. It was really, really good. Um, this one is just... You know, let's go ahead and get into it. I, I, I was going to save this, but let's get into God of War. Um, okay. God of War Ragnarok. Again, I'm still early on, guys. So my opinion can change here between now and another 10 plus hours I have in the game. Um, so I, it can get better or it can get worse so far from what I've played. And yes, there are parts of the game. Um, I'm no spoilers. Uh, I have gotten to those parts and where people have complained, let's just say that. And I'm not complaining about those parts at all. I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy those parts. The thing I don't enjoy about the game so much, and it, this is a me problem is 
I'm not a big puzzle guy in games. And I know God of War has always traditionally had puzzles, and I'm fine with God of War has, having puzzles. But if you go back to the early God of Wars, sure, they had puzzles, but they had a lot more combat. That is the key. I don't think Ragnarok, so far in my eight-hour playthrough, has enough combat. I am constantly, constantly either doing a puzzle or watching story. And I love the story here. I'm not, I don't have a problem really with well the story. Told. Really well the told. The story is the, fantastic. The dialogue is really enjoyable to listen to the, the, and the, the way it's delivered. Yeah, the voice acting, I, I love fantastic. How, I love how you've got this Norse mythology, which is new to me in my education. I don't know a lot about mm -hmm. Norse mythology. But the way that they are sort of casual and they kind of take it with a modern humor or modern uh, style. Yeah. Even if it isn't funny, like even if it's, you know, there's a great moment when uh, Atreus says something and, and Kratos has to correct him. Um, I, I won't say anything more than that. Like it just, it's relatable. It's relatable. It's really well done. But yeah, I'm going to show some gameplay on the screen. Uh, while we talk about it, uh, there's no spoilers. Now this here. is 1080. Just your 1080p, 1080p uh, MP4 capture. Yeah, 1080p. That's, that's yeah. I'll that's I've already saying. got a switch. I'm I'm excited to see how it'll turn out. Yeah, but. it's it's not great. But it's the bit rates that it are looks low, good. but it's it's decent enough to play in the background while we talk about it. But for me, that's the biggest issue that I'm going through so far. Is as we've been talking about behind the scenes, it feels like it's 70 plus percent more story and puzzles than combat so far in the time I've played it. I hope it ramps up in combat, but when you're playing a game and you're already eight-ish hours in, you would expect there to be a ton more combat, especially with God of War. I don't remember 2018 having this light of combat. Like, I, I, I could swear that there was more combat in 2018. There might have been. I, I know that these combat sections, like when you come over here and the and the floor opens up like in like a teardrop shape, so you can have like a little battle arena and you realize, wow, that was about two, maybe three minutes. It's yeah. over. You're like, um, but but then I've played a game like Gotham Knights where sometimes the combat ran like the third wave, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting tired from you know, smashing these buttons. So yeah. there has to be a there has to be a balance there, but I, I keep feeling like, oh man, I could have used a, about one more minute of fighting because uh, I was really yeah, getting into Yeah, it seems like notes. after you do a puzzle, you might get like two, three minutes of combat and then it goes back to walking and then talking and then a puzzle again and then a couple of minutes of combat and then you're back to story. And and again, I love good stories. I, I love great narrative in games like this. Um, it, I love Sony's, and that's why I titled my thumbnail the way I did, is they have a winning formula with this. these types mm -hmm. of games. This makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I get why they do these types of games, and, they, and, and some of their studios, anyway, have not faltered in their narratives yet. Uh, others have, in my opinion. Um, shout out to The Last of Us 2 being just an absolutely abysmal story, in my opinion. No satisfaction there whatsoever. But... Well. Uh, there was some toward the end, but 2018 God of War, I feel had more combat. I just do. Rev, you're in the chat, man. Do you feel like 2018 had more combat in, in it? I, I don't know how far you are, but I'm eight hours in He's and I'm feeling like there's just uh, so many puzzles and so much dialogue that 
and it's good dialogue here. Unlike Horizon Forbidden West, which just their dialogue's oh, atrocious. They, they bored me every time they talked in Horizon Forbidden West. I, I can't Forbidden even West. listen to it. That's how, how and, bad it is. But this, I love it. Even this moment right here, if it's synced up with us, where Tyr and, and Kratos are like face to face, like every line just is really well done. Like when you're yes. just watching a great movie, uh, there's no boring exposition in this game. Um, no, the writers no. were always thinking about that. Like, but if you're we have not to deliver some nerdy stuff, let's make it really good. To, since Solid's not here, since Rev's not here, he said, uh, "I'm 24 hours deep, and it's very okay. puzzle heavy, uh, puzzle and walking heavy. Yeah. Combat is deep and versatile, but there definitely needs to be more of it." And he said See? that he feels like, uh, honestly, he likes 2018's God of War better. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I, I, Rev, I lost interest in Horizon Forbidden West, and uh, I put in at least eight hours into that game, and that's not I, happening. I just with stopped this one for us. I just stopped. We both. This one, I'm enjoying no. it still, but yeah. again, and try hard. I, I said that earlier. God of War has always had puzzles in it, and and I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. But they've always had a lot of combat. Um, this game doesn't seem to have a lot of combat so far. And eight hours in, I would expect there to be a lot more combat than I've played so far. And yes, I got to the parts or parts, I should say, where a lot of people had issue with. I don't have issue with that stuff. I like I it. I don't either. I, yeah, I, I'm okay I'm, with it. I'm, 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 the first one kind of sets it up. You know, 2018 set, set all this up. I, I, I get where, where, it's, where it's headed. Um, but I just, as somebody who doesn't like puzzles... This is a problem for me because, like, you got to put that combat there. I need that action. I, I, I need it. If I'm going to spend five minutes on a puzzle, I need at least 30 minutes on, on combat, and I'm not getting that. Like, I'm getting two to three minutes of combat, then back to puzzles and back to, you know, talking again and walking again. Like, give me more combat. Um, the pace you're seeing at 10 hours, Jay, doesn't change. See? That's what Rev's saying. Oh, and, okay. and that sucks because mm -hmm. I feel that this game has a pacing issue, whereas it doesn't have anything to do with the story pacing, but it's just about just the mechanics, uh, mechanics of the game. It's the, it's the puzzles and it's, it's all the just walking around. You see what they're doing now is just on your screen. You do a lot of, you that. know what, you know, what's going to be a better game. It's very similar to this. Evil West. Oh, and try hard. Oh, here you go. I'm just kidding. No, I'm really look, I'm actually, I'm looking. I'm actually. I like the chat. I'm looking forward to it because I think it's it it, it tries to copy God of War in a lot of ways, but it's going to be a new experience. It'll have new. I, it, it'll be a different type of combat. Um, I think I, I'm. I might end up enjoying that game. Uh, Focus Entertainment's been doing some cool stuff I'm lately. I'm just They've wondering. Been, yeah, though, I hope that game uh, is received well. It looks pretty many, cool. How many hours are you into God of War? Uh, probably five or six. Um, oh, okay. So, I, all right. I'm trying um, to remember where you, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in like the first 30 minutes when you, when some, when some gameplay, uh, oh. stuff changes a little bit. I think you know what I mean, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure people have heard it by now about, uh, about Kratos and Atreus. I mean, it's not like a spoiler, I'm, but I'm sure I'm 30 I'm, minutes into that, 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 that next <laughs> section, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I don't hate the game. I, I think it's very well done. It's, it's quality. It's a very high quality title. Um, I'm not taking that away. 
but my mind is a little bit uh, confused on on some yeah. people's take of the game, uh, pushing it, well, elevating it to a degree where it's it's like such on such a high level for some people and i'm like well 2018 to me was better and in so many ways yes there's things about this game that's better but 2018's pacing and overall you know having more combat i I just i I don't know i feel like it's it's the better game here and with elden ring uh speaking of game of the uh, game of uh, game of the year awards uh they're going to be announcing monday at 9 a.m. Uh, West Coast time, noon Eastern, uh, the nominations. And I'm sure, Colt, that both God of War and Elden Ring are going to be nominated. Mm-hmm, uh, for me, playing Elden Ring, though, I felt this sense of, like, uh, I was never Wonder. bored. I was never bored. Like, I was, I was constantly, like, progressing and going, wow, what can I do here? Okay, I'm getting my ass handed to. Let me go over here, get better, farm do this, do that. And I was having a great time and yeah, sure. There's a lack of narrative there, but at the end of the day, which game was I having more fun with? It was definitely Elden Ring. Definitely Elden Ring. Cause there are parts in this, in God of War where, you know, I won't say they're boring, but they're just, it's kind of a lot of filler. There's a lot of, filler you fight a lot here, of fire rats there. You find a lot of fire rats uh, often throughout the game, but there's a disparity between, the way the media and the reviewers received the game, the reception was like near perfect. And then the users we've been hearing talking on social media are like kind of saying what you're saying. This is really great, but I don't know if it's the best thing ever, but it's definitely one of the best things we've had this year. Oh yeah. And there's, they do not miss a detail in this game. Like I I watched the little things like, Oh, I wonder if Atreus or or Kratos are going to react to this thing here or um like you get on this little uh you're about to get on this little fairy thing with a with a chain and atreus is talking and he comes over to talk to kratos and he grabs the chain and goes under it in in the mocap studio and i'm thinking i wonder if he's gonna you know react to that thing and even though it was nothing like whatever they did is they put a rope in the studio yeah. in the mocap studio and then the young kid who's like 14 or 15 when he's playing this role, he grabs the rope and goes under it while he's talking to his dad um, while he's in the middle of mid-sentence like you would do in real life. And I'm like, they just don't – they all, the, the attention to detail you get from Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica and now Insomniac are, are pretty amazing. So this game's super high quality, and we've yet to see something at this bar from Xbox. But when I no. think back this game, I always think about how – polished and how great the campaign was for gears five and how a lot of things in halo infinite in the campaign were really well done production wise so xbox is just getting started uh and and playstation has been doing this for well they've been doing it for 25 years but they've been doing it for the past 12 years like just just right that's the first uh, thing i i I said to myself uh when i booted up god of war ragnarok and the the opening scenes happened and everything i was telling myself this is the type of quality that you know xbox needs they need this type of game and the closest thing to it of course is the gears franchise to me as of late anyway uh Mm -hmm. when it comes to you know a third person action adventure game it's very close to having the same kind of camera as as god of war here uh and yeah, and yeah. and the and the quality is 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 great too 
Um, but where I think Sony really excels is their their narratives. Usually their narratives are just they're on the upper echelon of, you know, all games and, and they just uh, are usually really, really good. And I, and I say usually because there's that one outlier for me, last of us two, I'm sorry, just did not mm, like that yeah. story whatsoever. But that was, it's not an enjoyable story, but it, Matthew yeah, business says do. high quality cutscenes but basic gameplay. And I guess you could, you could water that water down your perspective of God of war and say, it's basic. You have your, heavy attack your light attack you have a couple varied attacks but it's still really enjoyable it's it's, it's and, and that's the thing it's enjoyable and and you still want to continue to play the game like i do and it's just i want more combat um when people you're going are, to unlock uh combo buttons to do special attacks with the with the chaos the blades of chaos with the with the axe right and yeah. we've just well, I haven't seen this fight. This is a spoiler for me. Um, <laughs> no, it's, no, you don't it's have to do anything. I'm just a, kidding. It's not a. It's not really a spoiler. It's just. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not too picky about. There's really great combat in some games, and one of my favorite games this year. The combat is really kind of simplified, um, just by looking at it. But the game itself is just so good. So. I don't know. I, th- I think it's fun. It ha- it has its combos and stuff that you have to learn and stuff and, and unlock. There's things you can do that do progress with the combat. And that's why I really am hyped to, to get more combat because that's the best part of the game. That's, that's what I want to do is fight. And I'm yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want devil may cry. I don't want like so many button no, pushes. But I can't even remember them. I love a good um, story, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm huge on stories, but I feel like I I don't know. There's something about this game so far, eight hours in, where I'm not getting as much combat as I remember getting in 2018. Even, you know, I it, it seems like there was way more combat in 2018 by now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. But again, I'm not putting a stamp on it. I'm not putting a number on it. You know, and saying you know this is where it's going to land for me because who knows? It could be amazing by the time I finish the game. I could I could freaking love it because. The story can do something that really gets me going. It could have more combat later on. I don't know. The combat could be even, you know, more fun than it is now. Uh, but that's where I'm at right now. Eight hours in, I'm just a bit confused with, you know, what's what's going on with the so many puzzles and not enough combat. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm at. Okay. So, you know, I've got my head held high, hoping for better. I think... I, you know, I, I think it'll get better. Um, again, it's not like Horizon for me, where I was just bored to tears, and I was like, I'm not playing this again, and threw the controller down, no. Yeah, we both spent $60 on Horizon Forbidden West, and we'll probably never go back. I kept trying to go back to it, and I'm like, mm, yep, but this too. is a game I'll play all the way through. It's really good, and uh, these are special games you don't get often enough, and it's because they're super expensive yep. to make, so. Yep. But no, it's a, it's a, it's incredible game, guys. Um, it, the, the production value and everything is is amazing. I just don't see where people are really, really hyping it, hyping it, saying this is ten out of ten, and this is game of the year. I, I guess it's opinions, but at the end of the day, that's definitely not mine. Yeah. So far, it's not mine. Uh, I Elden mean, this Ring gave uh, me so much more joy. Way Johnson says, finish both games. Elden Ring's better than God of War. Uh, God of War is definitely more accessible. It did, you know, you have a easy and a medium mode. I'm playing it on medium, on regular. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you can make it as difficult with. as you want. 
the Valkyries are ridiculously difficult on regular yeah. and and the last game. So I don't know. Um, Jose it's been Linares. a weird year for for game of the year contenders. Yeah, Jose really Linares says that uh, playing Halo now feels good. Need to fix content. I'm hearing really good things about Halo. Unfortunately, three four three dropped the uh, the the big update right now, and we're playing this game. Uh, it's unfortunate they said, "Oh, we're going to make you wait an entire year," and then they drop it during one of the biggest games of the year. So, unfortunately, I have it all updated, but I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I I need, I'm having a hard time getting time to sit down and play games right now. With, with such a busy week that's been going on. It's been really And I'm going to be playing God of War. Uh, yeah. Or not yeah. replaying the campaign for a third time. I've already pl- beat it twice on uh, Heroic. So I want to yeah. play it on Legendary with somebody like Dealer, but um, I, <laughs> we're not like super uh, speed, Speedy Gonzalez to go play it. Uh, no, we no, played no, it, no. Played it but before. It, it, that's where it's, it's weird for me where Ragnarok lies because... To be honest, I've enjoyed games more than this um, that I wasn't expecting to even enjoy. There's aspects of Gotham Knights I enjoyed more than Ragnarok, to be honest. And yeah. I know that may make some people go, what? But I'm just being honest. There's things about this game that I think just really slow the pacing down. But... One of the things we really liked about Gotham Knights is the combat's really great. Combat and the customization, the customization and upgrading of your character is really great. But the, both these games a lot of do it. it very similarly. Well, th- there's We're, a lot about Gotham I don't, don't like even worse than than this yeah. game. There, there's Okay, so yeah. the open world to me is just not good in, in Gotham Knights. I know this is not a, a real open world game. It's more of a hub world with God of War. Uh-huh. But Gotham Knights being in that one city, I, I I didn't feel that city was alive at all. I didn't care for but that city much. But your best combat happened in the open world. That's but the problem. I had fun playing that game. The combat was so much fun. And just like God of War, I'm having a ton of fun playing that combat, but it, there's just not enough of it. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's not good, man. That's not good. And if what Solid Rev is saying that... You know, he's 20 plus hours in and it the pacing doesn't get much better than this for the combat. That's not a good sign, man. That's that's terrible. That sucks. But Tryhard said he finished it in 27 hours, so he hasn't quite done all the side quests. And so he said he's going back to get the platinum. Okay, um, but Yeah, so th- they said it was close to 40 hours uh, to do a completionist run. Yeah. So he's probably got quite a bit of time left to do that. Yeah, um, I, I've seen some people we'll complete it in under way. 20 hours, just the main campaign, in under 20. And, uh, you know, but I, I didn't really want to hear what they had to say about the, you know, uh, I didn't want any spoilers or anything. But from what I'm hearing, that it can be beat uh, under 20. But Those that, enemies I, are I don't cool, focus by the way, on game on screen. If, if I, I like the game, which, which I do like the game, I'm not trying to just beeline it to the finish line. I'm not trying to finish it right away. I want to take my time and, and play through the game and try to absorb it. Um, because, again, the narrative is really good. It's just those puzzles just it takes me out of it when, you know, I'm doing three minutes of combat and, you know, five minutes or even ten minutes of puzzles and walking and talking like that. I don't know. I, it's just, uh, that's, that's just, that's a me issue. Okay. I'm, I'm not a big fan of puzzles and games. That's why I didn't play scorn. That's not my type of game. Ugh. Yeah. I gave up on scorn. Yeah. yeah. Too much. 
but it's you know it's it's fun uh, i mean the combat's fun in this game anyway uh but game of the years uh game of the uh, oh, game game award nominations coming out monday um jeff keely says that the announcement will come uh what do you think is going to get announced for game of the year besides elden ring and god of war we know that's there she i've had this conversation with you and with other people a lot and it's been really difficult to say because it's hard for me to remember what happened this year um because there's some games that won't get nominated that i really enjoyed um so i think horizon forbidden west will get nominated god of war will get nominated um elden ring will get nominated xenoblade chronicles bayonetta three and one more really bayonetta three huh yeah i think so uh, it, it doesn't i don't think it got a 90 but um that doesn't really matter either uh, uh out, out overwatch 2 won't get nominated uh, i don't think <clears throat> modern warfare 2 is going to get nominated by the um, way that's overwatch 2 t-o-o it's <laughs> it's it's also Overwatch. my yeah. two dads like that yeah. my two dads uh oh, look who's talking to help me out oh plague's tale b martin says yeah that's probably the sixth one plague's tale horizon forbidden west god of war elden ring xenoblade and uh and Bayonetta, maybe that's seven, but I think that about covers it. Jose Linares says Fortnite for game of the year. Fortnite's fantastic. Fonz, we need to play that again. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time playing that. Um, so, you know, oh, one other thing I did want to mention about Ragnarok is it looks incredible to me. Um, yes, it's a PS4 game and, you know, you're getting all those bells and whistles. But when you talk about games like that, forever now pc's always had the best version of every game and it's always been upscaled mm -hmm. and you've got all those features enabled and everything now we're getting some of that on the series x and playstation 5 so yeah sure it's 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 a you know cross-generational game but it still looks fantastic on the playstation 5 and it Bit sounds like said five questions do you have five questions today or are we skipping it i i'm not doing five questions today i didn't have time to get anything ready and uh also uh colt has had like i don't know five or six of those already i've had five five so, questions 25 yeah. questions so he's had 25 questions That's well right. let's um, talk about we we got to talk i think the chat wants to know what you think will be at the game awards being represented by microsoft or Xbox. Um, is Xbox going to do anything crazy I, at the Game Awards? I, see, I don't know, but I'm really hoping for avowed gameplay. Yeah. And and yeah. I, I, I would be really happy with that. And the reason why I say avowed gameplay and not Hellblade 2 is because, and you're going to laugh at this, Colt, was it just like a couple of weeks ago we're seeing they just hired somebody for Hellblade 2? Like we're constantly they, seeing new every hires. Every two months they've talked about hiring some yeah. high-level person. So I don't think uh, that's Rand coming. Reminded me, Rand just reminded me that we saw the eight-minute gameplay segment last year at the Game Awards. So he thinks Hellblade's off the table if, yeah. if we go by, by reason. Because that's what I would have said. I would have said Hellblade 2, but because of all the hiring and everything that's going on right now and – it doesn't look like it's going to be out within a year's time or even two years time. I don't see Hellblade being promoted, uh, but Avowed would be a big one because okay. So Avowed has recently been rumored or not rumored, but the leak, that little picture that leaked out uh, was, you know, put out there and Jez was talking about how, you know, 
people are talking behind the scenes about this game looking really good and people are going to be shocked by it. So I'm thinking this is the next game to really push for Xbox. I think that would be a really big one to stun people with because Obsidian is incredible at RPGs, period. I mean, they're, they're to me, Obsidian is one of their best, if not the best studio they have. Yeah. And I, I'm excited for Avowed. So I'm biased. I want to see it. I want to see Avowed. That's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking, Colt? Um, I mean, I guess that's probably what I would have said, honestly, as I would have said, Avowed. We're long overdue, and I really thought we were going to see Avowed at last Game Awards, and we didn't. Um, so I can't, I'm trying to think of what else could be ready. Possibly... Uh, I don't, I don't really want them to show Redfall again. I've seen enough. I just want to know when it comes out. Yeah, so me too. what they could do, uh, since it's been almost six months or been about six months is show us some, an update from Starfield besides, you know, Todd Howard saying, you know, we, we didn't want you to run out of fuel out in space. So we gave you mm -hmm. unlimited fuel or whatever. Right. Give us an update and tell us maybe. Yeah. Everybody wants a release date. I don't know. Some more gameplay and uh, give yeah, us a nice. spring 2023 or a summer 2023. But you tell me summer 2023, I'm going to say, oh, September then. Cool. September yeah. 19th. All right. Gotcha. I, I think we've seen enough of Starfield to understand that, you know, we're getting a space game and, you know, we're going to be able to shoot stuff and collect space stuff. Uh, but for avowed we've really not seen anything and and i think that one is really going to be the hype train i think uh for xbox um not, not saying starfield is not going to be it's already a hype train that's what i'm getting at we're already yeah. hyped for that one uh, i want to be hyped for another game for that because lord knows xbox needs the hype right now especially when it comes to their games uh, that's the thing next year they're going to have to put out at least three really big games in my opinion, they have to. They have to put out at least three big bangers next year. Because they need it. They I mean, they will. They, they need to put out more than that. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying at the bare minimum, you need three big bangers. And I, they could put out a bunch of other stuff too. You know, whatever they want. Passion projects. I don't know. No, we don't need any more passion projects, please. But uh big bangers at least three at least three yeah um that's 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 a tough one because it's going to be redfall starfield um a top now i'm not going to count atomic heart uh redfall starfield forza motorsport and avowed and maybe hellblade i, I think hellblade is is a year away uh, uh I don't in the know next year blade um but having those multi-plats like uh, Atomic Heart are, are good to sprinkle in because those are Game Pass games. As long as they're Game Pass day one, I don't care if it's coming from a third-party developer. I don't care. I'm yeah. good with that. I, I just want my games. I want my games. You know, I did, that's what I want. Um, let's go ahead and talk about EU regulators and, and bias, maybe. Um, so I don't know if you've seen this, Colt. This is from Ricardo Cordoza. Uh, he's on the commission there um, at uh, the CMAs, I guess, in Europe, looking into the ABK deal. And he says, the commission is working to ensure that you will be able to still access Call or play Call of Duty 
on other consoles, including my PlayStation. Keyword, my PlayStation. Also on our to-do list, update stock pictures, whatever. That doesn't matter. But the thing here is, is he's talking about uh, this whole thing with PlayStation, uh, with Xbox and the ABK deal. And he wants to ensure that he is still able to play Call of Duty on his PlayStation, Colt. Colt. On his, on my PlayStation. Now, do you, do you think there's any kind of real bias here? Or do you even think this this presents any type of conflict of interest? Um, cause um, yes I, and no. I mean, I've yes, seen some definite. people talk about this. And I, for me, I've, I'm mixed on this. But what do you say? There's a definite bias there, but he's not a decision maker at the EU. But he is a spokesperson for... Uh, a segment of the EU's regulatory commission. So mm. he was speaking up and I think he got a really nasty email from his superiors and his PR or communications people. Wow. And then he, the next day he's like, well, I didn't mean, <laughs> I mean, PlayStation's great. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you know, he had a kind of a retraction, but um, he's also in Brussels, which is funny. R Ricardo. Cord Ricardo Conseco. Oh. Rico Suave, Rico Suave, that was his name. Yeah, I think Rico Suave. Um, yeah. Well, Void Rat in the chat says that he did a follow up on this on Twitter and denounced the tweet. Well, you can't denounce something you've already you've already put it out there. You've put it out there into the you know atmosphere into the world that you were a PlayStation fan. You already did that. Yep. There's no takebacks on that. Your your tweet is it's it's already solidified into people's brains. It's, it's already, there's people out there who will consider you a PlayStation fanboy now, regardless of you taking it back or denouncing it. It, it doesn't matter. You put it out there into the world. Um, I feel that, yeah, sure, there's bias there. But just as you said, Colt, he's not mm -hmm. the one that makes the final decision, you know. But being on the commission... That is a bit of a conflict of interest there when you are pushing for something that you benefit from. And we don't know how much he benefits from. Is it just the game playing on your thing? Or are you getting money slid your way to make complaints to the rest of the board? I mean, it's not saying it's not he even, does. Not saying he does. It's not even that. It's just his whole approach when he sends that tweet. Like, Ricardo, you don't get it. No. It's don't. not about exclusivity. It's not about call of duty missing playstation and it's definitely not about call of duty missing playstation because phil has said multiple times the team has said multiple times that they plan to keep call of duty on playstation and to ask for signed documentation or put it in writing oh let me help people Xbox does not own Activision and Blizzard. They have no legal right to say what their intent is to do officially or legally on paper, what they intend to do with Call of Duty or yep. any of Activision and Blizzard's titles. They have no legal right to say what they're going to officially do because they don't own them. And if uh, it's so weird that, the, that some of these regulators are looking at this from the... Uh, you remember back in the day when there'd be a scuffle and one guy would go run and tell the teacher first. And that story was the one that was the baseline for who was going to get in trouble. You know, Tommy hit Billy 
Billy ran to the teacher or whatever. The first one to tell, they get like preferential treatment. And this is how the regulators are treating this. And they just don't understand what this business deal is about. It has nothing to do with Call of Duty. It has way more to do with King and Candy Crush and mobile and cloud and Game Pass. And yeah. uh, PlayStation's really scared because Jim Ryan believes that if Call of Duty is offered on, on Game Pass, that oh, yeah. a ton of his customers will not pay $70 for it on PlayStation Store. Bingo. They'll just go rent it on Xbox Game Pass. But what Jim doesn't understand is that the majority of his customers already own a PlayStation or their friends are right there. So they, they want to be there. They're not worried about cross-play. A lot of people don't go, oh, you're on Xbox, we can still play together. No, you can't party chat the same. It's not the same. Oh, so, it's, it's a big, um, it's a big concern that they have. And, and that is the number one reason why Jim has been blocking games f from being even put into game pass. So, Jim. you know, we were talking about this ashtray and I last a uh, couple of weeks back, um, you know, cause I was talking about how I was surprised that Xbox didn't put a big triple a game, you know, multi-plat game into game pass to make up for losing Starfield this month. But as he mentioned, you know, hey, Gotham Knights could have been one of those, but maybe, just maybe it was blocked by Sony. Maybe there's a provision there saying, hey, yeah, you can put it on our platform, but you can't put it in Game Pass for at least a year, you know? And mm -hmm. that's what they've been doing typically. That's, you know, what the paperwork has come out and said, you know, that was leaked, the documentation saying that Sony has been doing this uh, for a while, stopping games from going into Game Pass, which is terrible it's 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 crazy that they can get away with doing this yet xbox can't buy a publisher because they're afraid they're not going to get these games and even though phil spencer's and i know he can't really say anything right now because he doesn't own them but he's stating time and mm -hmm. time again as long as there's a playstation you guys will have call of duty now that may be true it may not be true don't know but phil could be telling the truth but you're you're right, 100%. What it comes down to is that game being 70 bucks on their console or $15, $10 a month or whatever it is for Game Pass, you know, every month. That's it, you know, plus many other games, hundreds of other games. You know, that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing, and it was a crazy tweet that guy put out there. Ricardo, that was pretty dumb to put that out there that way. In parentheses, too, my PlayStation. It's just like, what are you doing? Well, part of it was like, don't worry, guys. I'm I'm one of you. You know, mm -hmm. that was that's what I got from it. And people, yep. they were like, like, why don't you cry more, Cole? I'm like, uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing pretty good. I mean, my PlayStation Crying. or my Xbox or however it would have been, like, that's weird. Like, don't worry. I'm one of you. I play on a console too, and I'll make sure we're all okay. It's like, Ricardo, do you even realize what your PlayStation does to other franchises? Like completely cannibalizes them on other platforms and has cannibalized other platforms and killed them off. Uh, you know, it's like, Hey, yeah. it's business. It's, it gets messy. It's kind of like when Jim used the words, um, you know, he's concerned with PlayStation gamers with his gamers, you know, and, I'm thinking to myself, okay, mm -hmm. what about the Xbox gamers with, with with games like Final Fantasy? What about that? Where's Where's Final Fantasy VII Remake, Jim? Uh, you guys had that exclusive for a year at first. Now it's been going on what three years? I mean, it's 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 crazy. 
It's it's never coming to the Xbox. Why? Because Jim is holding it away, as, as well as the other uh, Final Fantasy games coming out. They're is he, or did they they set up a I think one to two year back. exclusivity deal, and then Square Enix is like, you know what? We've sold enough. We no. could take the time to make that Xbox port, but I, why? We we already made great money. I know. I, 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 I you really think that he's like that. he's shuffled him a little more money? You really, hey. Hey, you've been exclusive you, okay. for two years. How about another year? The reason why I would say that it was Jim and company over uh, Square Enix is because with Square Enix, a publisher, mind you, of course mm-hmm. they're going to try to squeeze every ounce of their you know game out, you know, trying to get every dollar they can from people. And if they know that they can make some sales over on the Xbox, which a lot of people have been asking for it, even adding Square Enix on Twitter and social media platforms saying, hey, where's our where's our uh, Final Fantasy VII remake? People are doing this out there. Just knowing that as a publisher, you know darn well that they would put it out on the console. It would make sell- more money. Oh, yeah, they wouldn't. They would make they, more maybe, money. Maybe a million, Fonz. Maybe. But even Probably 500,000 sales on Xbox. It says Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, well, that's by 2020. Darn it. Uh, how many is it sold? Uh, while you're looking that up, I got a super chat here from our good Five friend. Million, Hargeet, I, think. Shani. I don't know. Hargeet, our boy, he says first party games we know for 2023 is Ghostwire, Tokyo, Minecraft Legends. Uh, what's AOE 2 and 4? Age of Empires Age 2 of and Empires. 4. Yeah, that's PC. Um, uh, no, I those are they're putting it versions. on Xbox. The console. Yeah, yeah. Console version. Redfall, yeah. Forza, Starfield. Uh, still agree they need more i mean yeah. when you're so if you take away the the loud voices on social media hargeet saying they have seven games one of them was a previous exclusive that didn't fare too well on playstation and won't yeah. on xbox either way with ghostwire but you've got six games that are dropping on xbox mm-hmm. and they're all triple a they all are even age of empires is uh i think is a triple a venture those are pretty pricey might be double a still big games age of empires two and four are big redfall is big forts is big starfield's big minecraft legends is big i don't think i'm gonna like it i'll try it i didn't like dungeons um but i'm with hargy they they need to do more because yeah they not only have to have a great 2023 i still think they need to make up for eight years of when they had no funding and they had no studios i don't know how many times i have to tell people the old Xbox before 2019 had four studios, a defunct Fable studio, a Minecraft studio, a Forza studio, a Gears studio, and a Halo studio. I counted five there. That was amazing. <laughs> but that's not enough. You cannot run a games platform with Halo, Gears, and Forza, and the occasional Minecraft update, and then uh, no Fable. You can't yeah. do it. Yeah. No. Uh, look, so. it's, 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 it's crazy, but Xbox, I know you mentioned eight years because they had nothing for so long. And I remember being on RDX with you in 2017, all of us, you dealer, I, uh, the rest of the panel that was there at that time, uh, Luca, uh, we were all just like, what's Xbox going to do? We were all just like sitting there throwing up our hands. Crackdown was delayed and super lucky's tale and forza seven we said it every week and they came out with this they came out with this game pass that we were all kind of unsure of we're like okay what's what are they doing with this and you know well i mean their first party outlook at game when game pass launched it was like you get crackdown and sea of thieves and and 
and State of Decay 2, I'm like, okay, yeah, but yeah. what else Great. are you guys making? Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, just Gaming News and Podcast says, uh, Fonz Gaming Atomic Heart, sneaky banger. Yeah. No, I think Atomic Heart's going to be really good. It looks, it looks I think it's going to be really difficult. Really? I think it's going to be excruciatingly difficult. Yeah, it looks tough. Oh, I'm going to play it on It looks like a first-person no. uh, from software game as far as the difficulty. You're going to die a lot. I think it's it going like to be. It looks like a lot of fun. It does look fun. but people Because a lot of people are like, oh, it's like a, a steampunk or cyberpunk uh, Bioshock. And I'm like, yeah, I agree. But um, those games were really accessible. Like You could really get into them. And this one you you better uh, be on the edge of your seat. It looks like it's going to be really difficult. And, and I got to say, I, I complain about what Xbox is, the lack of what they've done for years, but for years I've also had a freaking fantastic time playing the games that have been on the console every single year. This year's been weird because there were about three games that I played like more than any other, and I'm currently... I've only started Plague's Tale. I've only started the Modern Warfare campaign. So I'm way behind on big games yeah. because it's been a really strange year, but I've never stopped having a great time and I've never once regretted owning an Xbox or buying one. I've had so much fun on the platform. Uh, yeah. Because these... our exclusives are such a small portion of the time we spend every year playing games. And, tra- and, 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 and to be honest, AAA games as well. It, I mean, you, you're not constantly playing yeah. AAAs. I mean, you're playing indie games sometimes. I had a great time with As Dusk Falls. I thought that was an incredible yeah, game. Played it twice. And, you know, yeah, it's more story than game. But again, I like a good story. That's one of the reasons why I really like Ragnarok right now. I think it's really mm-hmm. well done. The story's really quality. But um, for me, it doesn't have to be the best looking or the best game mechanically to be a great fantastic game you know to me it's there's so much to games and they're all different but at the end of the day um i just feel that xbox does need those bigger games they need triple a games to really come out and and they need those bangers they do and and they didn't dis they didn't cancel them they didn't disappear they're not mia as we always say right there because if you look at the like I saw somebody in the chat like an hour ago who said, I'm tired of waiting for next year. Yeah, bro, I'm with yeah, you. I, yeah. I am tired of waiting for the next we big thing that. to land. But there are, Xbox has not delivered their major juggernauts yet. Not at all, unless you count mm. Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite. Let's, and uh, that's it. And let's hope the, they do. The big stuff is coming. And let's hope they make use of things like FSR and their feature sets that they have on the, this console uh, or consoles, I should say, even on the S, they can do things. FSR for the uh, Cyberpunk game. Apparently, it, let's it's talk about out. the Series S, Fonz. Yeah, the Series let's talk S. about how that game runs at 1080p down to 786p, but it's using FSR 2.1, which they said that they can. Well, they they preface it saying a 1080p image can look like 4K. Yeah, I don't know if you're getting that on the Series S, but I would venture you're probably getting a 1080p to 1440p presentation at 60 on a Series S for Cyberpunk, the game that brought everyone's hardware to its knees and glitched out. It's it's boosted performance in that game uh, with FSR 2.1. And that is where it's at. You know, that's what we want to see with the Series X even. 
utilize That's FSR in games. So that way, if we're running a game, say at 1080p, and you can make it look like 4K so we can get to the 60 frames or more, do it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I want. Like, I'm not hung don't, up on resolution anyway. I'm, I'm not that Don't type. let people tell you that the Series S is doomed. Don't let people tell you that 30 it's FPS is going to be the norm. There will be a couple outliers that don't get it right, and they'll come back there, around, and they'll get it patched. There are worse PCs out there that people game on than yeah, the Series it's, S. Just look at FSR. Just FSR on Cyberpunk on Series S brings that game to 60 and bring, and it looks really great. Like they were slowing it down. They're like, here's what it looks like in comparison. And I was watching on my phone, but digital foundry's like response is like, you know, Hey, it looks, it looks good. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is the future. This is the future where you're, that's just one of the features that they can yeah. use to get better performance. And uh, there's no way you, you've got a RAM limitation on the series. S. don't let people tell you, and they will. in some of these podcasts or in these posts, in fact, somebody sent me a Twitter post in the middle of the show that I got to check out later where he says the Series S is done and it's a big pain for developers. And I can't wait to uh, dissect him in the nicest way possible. You know? Now, I will say that the Series <laughs> S, apparently, to, to some developers, it's it's been kind of a headache. And, and they've mm -hmm. got to have workarounds. But there are workarounds to getting this thing running, you know, their games in a good, positive way. It sucks because they it's, have to make a Series version you yeah, know you have to work With harder hardware a medium minimum spec you know they don't have to do that specialized work they have to button everything down they have to lock it in and package it into that series s version so it's extra work and it sucks and developers aren't lazy they just have plenty of work to do before worrying about something like that and that's why you hear the gripes from some developers talos says but hello fonts and colt eastwood and chat Oh, who? Who? Talos who? says hello, Fonz and Cole oh, Eastwood, in ch and chat. Yeah, seems like a good, um, good person there. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Power, it's going to be a long generation too. It's Power I Man it's 4K says they need to prioritize frame rates, though, and I agree with that. Um, I think that, now, I, I just think that they should have performance modes in games, and and I think that should be a priority for sure. I think if you're going to make a game and you want to put all those bells and whistles on it, like ray tracing and stuff, and you really want that ray trace shadows, because that's basically what you're getting on console, go for mm -hmm. it. But please give me an option to turn all that off and run at 60 frames. Or Unreal Engine 5 uses global illumination, which is what is it is an, another way to do ray tracing that is pretty demanding, but I think it's just less demanding. Like they have all these know. options. But I'm also hearing that options. I'm also hearing that Unreal Engine five though is more demanding typically than Unreal Engine four was, and it's going to push these consoles. That's that's what I'm hearing from some people. No, Unreal Engine five isn't demanding. Unreal Engine five is a tool to make games. It it definitely has more. It's got more ways to build games, and you have the you have the geometry okay, so part, the nan nanites, and then the lumen part, which is global illumination, which is really taxing. But developers okay. have to make a choice on yes. how they're going to build their games yeah, and use yeah. the tools to make them efficient. Yeah. And I just hope that they, they choose to make performance modes. That's, that's what I want out of these well, games. I really do. Let me talk about that for a second because correct me chat, uh, chat. I want to hear you write this in the chat with me. I don't think we had performance modes on console until the PS4 pro and yep. Xbox one X launched. Yep. I can't remember loading PS4 up a Pro. game and saying, do you want to prioritize 
I think that was before console games were like, this is how it is. And then in 2016, 2017, uh, half the games or a lot of the games you could go in and change that. I, I remember making a video back in 2016 Fonz where I made like a mock UI. I took a game and modified it. I wrote in Photoshop, put the text and I said, something like high frame rate, high resolution. And I had like an arrow that you could choose. Um, it's just a screenshot I made. And I yeah. said, here's what I think they're going to do. Cause I can only assume that they were going to give us a choice. And we do now because they've made more powerful consoles uh, yeah. since 2016. Oh. So until we got Plague's Tale and uh, no, actually take that back. Plague's Tale does have that high Plague frame rate mode, but it's only 40. After and Watch Dogs, three months after launch, went in and put the performance mode in. Turned yeah, off ray tracing, and, and, let you do 60. And and that's something that I wanted to touch on as well, is there's some developers out there, like with Watch, Dog, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, Ubisoft, uh, they stated that they couldn't do 60 frames, and then all of a sudden, a couple months later, they, they had a 60 frames patch. And other mm -hmm. developers have done similar things. So just because we've heard, you know, uh, WB Montreal say, Gotham Knights can't do 60 on the consoles. Doesn't mean that it might not come in the future. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah. uh, we've seen it before. We've seen them do this sort of thing before. Anyways, that is the show, guys. Um, that's all I've got to talk about today. And Colt, you are a fantastic guest as usual, my friend. Uh, let everybody know out there where they can find you and uh, what you've been up to, man. You can find me at Colt Eastwood, all one word, at YouTube and Twitter, as long as Twitter is still around. <laughs> and mm, yeah, uh, that's true. I'm going to be working on a big video about the game engines and oh, what really? the future is in store for video games, because um, I don't think they're going to continue to do things the way they always did a decade ago and in the past decade. So there's a lot to talk about there and a lot to be excited about. And um, working on a, on a promo, I'm doing a promo for my channel where I do like a product placement thing and like really? the, they're getting back to me with like changes and I'm like, geez. And yeah, so yeah, it's been crazy to dip back in and, and make revisions on something that normally I'm my own boss when I do YouTube, but it's pretty cool. So yeah. Thanks Fonz. I love you no on problem. the show. And no oh, I'll now here, you're going to be with me tomorrow on my show tomorrow night. So if you want a little more Fonz with a special guest, we're bringing on somebody else to come hang out yep, with Fonz yep. and I, I'll announce that tomorrow. And, We'll be hanging out and talking about we'll some have more some fun, uh, of this stuff and some extra stuff. So yeah, some other stuff as well. Some extras. So, anyways, yeah, I want to thank everybody in the chat. Thank you for coming along and enjoying, you know, the show. And if you didn't enjoy it, I still thank you for being here. I see three of you had thumbs down the the show. I appreciate <gasps> you. At least you're here. Um, they do that because of me, Fonz. People love your show. No, no, <laughs> not at all. They hate me. Uh, but on your way out, if you haven't, if you would, uh, if you like the show, please hit the like button. And uh, until next time, folks, game on.